1: Well, as you can, for those of you that are listening, uh, it will sound hopefully the same. But as you're, if, for those of you watching, you'll notice that Unashamed has moved to uh, our sister slash brother podcast in the Duck Call Room. We're having some power issues uh, today out at uh, out at the Southern Lair. Oh no, not Southern Lair. That's that's our Alabama house. Yeah. At the Lair, we've been having some issues, so we we moved to town. We had a quick row, Dad. Is still. Still
2: in his face paint. Daddy you, you missed a spot or two there. I'm I'm direct from the duck blind. The reason I missed a spot is unlike the women who are pretty good at applying Maybelline, <laughs> duck hunters when the lights go out, this is what you get. <laughs> so, the so Maybelline's in a mess this morning. So you put your face paint on
1: in the dark, and then, of course, Dad had to come in straight from the blind. We had to cut the hunt a little bit short, and so it's a bit, a little bit chaotic.
3: Does it really make a big difference that it's wrong? Not really. Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter to you, Mom?
3: Not hardly.
1: So uh, for Unashamed Nation, we have uh, we have two spe- We actually have three special guests, but I'll introduce our two. We got Mom, Miss Kay, and we have Lisa, which is always great. Everybody loves it when we have the ladies on. Kind of balances out our very male um, podcast. But we also have a special guest coming in from Texas, and I'm assuming he's in Texas. Uh, Sean Carney, who's the president CEO of Forty Days for Life. You know, we've been doing the ads for Forty Days for Life. We love these guys and uh big part of what we're doing in the pro life movement so Sean welcome to the
0: Unashamed podcast good to be on and yes i am uh i am in texas at my house i'm originally from the eastern part of the state and uh, my mom's from new orleans and then they moved to east texas so it's good to be on with y'all well,
1: you know east texas is really just i mean it's literally like you know louisiana texas you know, the, the mindset's very similar, very godly group of people over there. So I, I kind of call it the best of Texas from my perspective. So
0: it's yeah, it is. It, there's other parts of Texas. They say it's the redneck part of the state, but that's not necessarily <laughs> a negative thing at all. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was a great place to grow up. All my family's back in Tyler. Uh, my stepdad's from Shreveport. My mom's from New Orleans. So we, we grew up, uh, you know, I, we were talking about fried turkeys earlier before we started recording. So we, we fry our turkeys, to put it that way.
1: I love it. I love My it. My
4: sister's from Tyler.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: wonderful!
4: wonderful. is from Tyler.
1: Aneen. So I know you're wearing camo. Yeah, uh, we got is, our uh,
0: our 40 Days for Life patriotic line. This is our our shameless plug for people to go to 40DaysForLifeGear.com and get there. We got camo hoodies. We got camo shirts for the ladies. Camo shirts for the for the men. So you can uh, stand for life and stand for your country. I love it. Camo is always in with us, right, Dad? That's every time. If you can't promote <laughs> camo have... on this podcast, then the world's truly gone to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> exactly right. So,
2: uh, my first closet of all, is all camo. On the right, on the left, there are no suits <laughs> on the premises. <laughs> suits, jewelry, uh, cell phone. What happened? To it all of that. It's is, is the way way it works. You know, make it hard for them to see you. So so Sean, dad's motto
1: was back on Duck Dynasty and it's carried on is he's a low tech man in a high tech world. <laughs> so, well, I believe it. We just we just kind of help him get through. Well, first of all, I wanted to thank you for uh, supporting our podcast by advertising. Uh, obviously, we are very simpatico and with uh, your values and our values. And, and I think our listeners have appreciated that as well. But, you know, thank you for being a sponsor on the podcast. We are able to help you, but you're helping us as well. Get out. It's,
0: the it's been great. And I, I haven't shared this with y'all yet. Cause I just found out this morning, but um, you guys have a listener in Japan. And we have oh, never had a 40 Days wow. for Life campaign. You know, we're in 66 countries. We're in 1,000 cities around the world, but we cannot get into Japan. Somebody heard you talking about 40 Days for Life on the podcast, and now they want to bring 40 Days for Life to Japan. So, yes! you know, uh, if, well good. if you're considering awesome. uh, advertising on Unashamed, let me tell you, it's been great for us. So, Dad, t- yeah. tell
1: the story you or Mom about, you. I didn't think about it till you brought it up, but... The member of the time we had, we were really needing early in Duck Commander days. We were up against it. We were had to we had pay to a pay
3: b- bank note.
1: Yeah, I had to pay a bank note. So we're like, and you gotta understand, Sean. It was for us. It was literally a a weekly faith based like we're fishing to try to pay the banks to get our company started. And there was a story about a check that came from Japan. What What was the, do you what know?
2: happened was we ran out of people you could go to that's going to loan you any more money. <laughs> <laughs> we owed uh, a $600 note, and it came down to the last day. I tried to catch enough fish to sell, but I couldn't pull it off. So Miss Kay said, what are we going to do? I said, wait on the mail to run. Out there in the woods, the mail comes by once a day usually about dinner time, we're deep in the woods. So I said, we'll wait, look in the mailbox. And she said, no one owes you $600. They're not gonna send you $600 out of the clear blue. I said, let's wait and see. Hmm. And then we'll see if I, what I can do this afternoon if nothing shows up. So we go to the mailbox, I open it up. Miss K walked down there with me and I see this envelope it said the left-hand corner said the Bank of Tokyo. <laughs> I said the Bank of Tokyo has contacted us. <laughs> I held it up to the sun and I said, "Miss Gay, it is a check." She said, "Now you're just kidding me." I said, "No." I opened it up. They said they wanted six hundred and ten and ten dollars worth of duck calls. Pre ship ship them before. This is the money for. So them. they're prepaying for pre-paying duck. Prepaying for the duck calls, and I told Miss I said, "You got ten bucks to spare for a little grub." I said, "But thank God for the Japanese. It's the only time that I know of that we ever sold a duck call to Japan, Japanese." Now that that had to be from the Almighty. There's no. I looked toward the heavens and said, "Thank you." Uh, it could have been just dog luck, but if it was, I'll take it. So maybe this is connected
1: somehow to that, in the in the big scheme of things, maybe there's a connected to unashamed through all these years, isn't that something? Yeah,
0: who in the Amazing. world would have thought? <laughs> that, we started forty days for life in two thousand and four, so uh, you know who in the world would have thought it taken all these years to get into Japan, and it would be Duck Dynasty that got us into Japan. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's,
1: that, well, Sean, tell us a little bit about that.
0: That's the first thing. was Duck
2: calls? You. Might I? Might I? You know
1: who exactly. knows we, we, know there's least, we know there's one person over there blowing <laughs>
0: exactly <ducks> there. that's <laughs> it
1: tell us a little bit about uh, how 40 days for life got started and, and a little bit about kind of what God's done
0: well guys. it started in college station uh, I went to A&M and when you know I got involved in the pro-life movement in, in high school and middle school but but really in college I went out to peacefully pray at an abortion facility our Planned Parenthood there and uh, it was the only abortion facility in college station and we just saw their numbers going up our volunteers were Discouraged, you know, we they were going up, we were going down, kind of deal. So we did uh, forty days, uh, forty days of prayer, forty days of fasting, and a twenty-four hour peaceful vigil outside of our local Planned Parenthood, and that was the first forty days for life campaign in the fall of of '04, and it dropped our local abortion numbers by twenty-eight percent. So in 07, we launched it nationally, hoping we'd get. 20 or 25 cities. And we ended up with 89, uh, in 33 States. And so, uh, since then we've done a fall 40 days for life campaign. They're actually 40 days long. And then we do a spring 40 days for life campaign. The next one's coming up on, on March the 2nd. And, um, you know, it's now gone to a thousand cities. We'll have close to 600 campaigns this spring, but it's been done in, in a thousand cities and in 65 countries. And it's just been a, a tremendous blessing. I mean, obviously, we've women have turned around at the last moment. Uh, we, we know of 20,000. Um, but we've helped 221 abortion workers uh, have a conversion and, and leave yeah. their jobs, including Abby Johnson, who ran that facility in College Station, and, and she came into my office and, and uh, had a conversion. And so um, it truly is. It focuses on hearts and minds. We've seen... Um, abortion businesses go down or, or close for certain days. We've seen 121 of them close their doors and say, we can't, you guys are out here, you're using your freedom of speech. We can't get rid of you. Uh, you're offering free alternatives. We work very closely with our friends at all the pregnancy resource centers. So they close and including College Station, that one closed. It's now the headquarters of 40 Days for Life. We have a, a beautiful memorial to the unborn uh, behind our office. It's kind of a symbol that, We don't have to wait on Washington to correct a a moral crisis that goes on in our own backyard. We can we can offer alternatives to women. We can uh, let workers know they don't have to work here. You know, no one grows up wanting to work in the abortion industry. No one grows up wanting to ever have an abortion. And so the whole thing is is built on pain. It's built on uh, despair. You know, there's no excitement. In, in the parking lot of an abortion facility. Uh, you know, there's there's no good. People don't brag about their doctor. They don't brag about how they're going to do this surgery. And we do that. We do that when our uncle gets a stent or, you know, our, our aunt has cancer. We we brag and love on those doctors and talk about the brilliance of medicine. We don't do that with abortion. And there's a reason why. So uh, it's been awesome. The, the workers that have left have said, uh, that the no-show rate for an abortion appointment goes as high as seventy-five percent when we're out there.
1: Wow, you know it's it, you brought up some really good points because I never really thought about it about just the atmosphere difference. Even when a baby is born, think about it how everybody's excited and man, there's there's you know blue and pink flowers and stuffed bears and everybody's coming together in a waiting room full of people that are full of joy. As opposed to, um, you know, a waiting room at Planned Parenthood uh, where it's just, I don't know, Lisa, maybe you'd tell a little bit. I mean, Lisa's the only one of us that's had that experience about what that was like.
4: Well, whenever I speak, sometimes I talk about how um, how cold the place was, how dark and dreary. Um, I was not a person. I was a number And, and even in the back, you know, whenever I got into the back, I had questions, but all I got was lies. Mm. And, um, and I feel for these women who feel as though this is their only alternative. They have nothing, nothing else that they could do in order to. Get rid, of, get rid of what they would consider to be a problem. And I felt that way. But what I want women to know is that you're, you're not getting rid of a problem. You're getting a bigger problem. Right. Because what happened that day has followed me for my whole life, for 40 years. And, um, you know, A child to me now um, is always, there's always a reason to celebrate life, no matter how that life comes into being, because God created that life. And if God tells us that he knew us while we were still in our mother's womb, then we're more than just a glob of tissue. Um, We're a life already, and we don't have to be we don't have to wait to be, um, born, you know, to come out of our mother's womb. We're already there. We're already alive. And we know, I know from carrying, you know, my other children, I already loved that baby before I even saw that baby. So that's something that God puts inside of us. And, um, And even now, I mean, you know, at different times, whenever I share different things, you know, make me upset. But, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is that I took that life and then generations of life after that. And, you know, I did that to myself. I allowed that to, to happen to myself. So I, whenever I speak, I want my heart, this, I want this feeling to convey to other women that you have another choice this is not your best choice this is your worst choice and you will live with it for the rest of your life
1: so let's, uh, let's take a break so mom jace is not on the set today so tell me how much time Shocker. yeah how much time did he spend on the couch in his youth before he every
3: left? day of his life <laughs>
1: He was a couch man. Well, guess what yeah. he does now? He lays on the couch and looks at stock market stuff all day long. Does that shock you when he's not on the podcaster in the woods? That's what
3: nothing he's- like that shocks me that Jason would do it, and I've observed that behavior. So yeah, I know I'm well aware. You also dropped out that he either has one or two dogs that lay in his lap on the couch <laughs> the whole too.
1: time, and he was hard to get along with, right? So one of our sponsors uh, is fits Jay's very well, and that's a company called All Form. Uh, and they come, they're under uh, Helix, which is another one of our favorite sponsors as well. But Allform, uh makes couches, and they are really great. Lisa and I have one, uh, and it's very comfortable, isn't it, babe? Uh, I we love it. We love it. And look, when it came, I can do nothing hardly as a handyman, but we put it together in maybe 15 minutes, and uh, and and it's still great. So check it out. You get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it. That's more than three months if you don't, they'll pick it up and give you a full refund. But trust me, you're not going to want to send it back anywhere. And they have a forever warranty, which Jason here to, you know, say anything about that. But it's a forever warranty.
3: Maybe we could send Jason to go on their couch.
1: Maybe so. That'd be fun. Allform, A-L-L-F-O-R-M dot com slash unashamed. Right now, they're offering 20% off all orders for our listeners. So you can save some money. Go to allform.com slash unashamed and get a comfortable couch. So, Sean, you can see why the whole, you know, pro-life discussion is so personal, you know, for Lisa and I and, and so many people. It's, it's more than just sort of the macro. I mean, we lived it in the micro, mm-hmm. Lisa did. And even though um, I wasn't involved at that point, obviously I've been there for now for the last 38 years, and so I've walked that with her, and it has an impact on people. And I love it when Lisa talks, she says, look, I, I'll always have regret that, You know, there were generations of lives, especially now that we have grandchildren that, you know, I won't be a part of. But I I have no shame because Jesus took that away when I submitted myself to him. And so that's, you know, that's when you try to get. I love it that you talked about conversion because Mm -hmm. it's more than just, you know, not, you know, killing babies. It's about then transferring a whole idea in your life that now you can live shame free. Once Jesus has taken away, that you know. So I don't know. You see that a lot, yeah. right? With people that and you guys Lisa
0: represents that. You know that there's right. there's one side that we don't have this ivory tower. Academic view of abortion. We have the experience and the data. And that the post-abortive women like Lisa lead the March for Life in DC. The most powerful voices in our movement are those doctors who have done abortions or women who have had an abortion. We're not a bunch of self-righteous Christians, you know, telling everybody they're going to burn in hell. Quite the opposite. We're 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 a movement of converts. We're a movement of sinners. We're a movement that has experienced abortion. And that's in the conversion gate, by the way only swings in one direction you know uh, There, right. there aren't wonderful women with five kids who lead a pregnancy resource center that wake up and say i should have been running a plant baronet my entire life so it only swings in one direction
3: yeah you know i work with <clears throat> women in recovery and uh in many cases this has happened but this is a story real quick i'm gonna try to tell that <clears throat> I had, we talked about that in our meetings and everything. So one of my girls called me one day and she's in the recovery and she said, oh, we got a problem. We got a problem. I said, what's wrong? You in trouble? What's wrong? And she said, no, I'm out at Sam's and I overheard these mother and daughter talking and she's going to get, this girl's going to get an abortion on Monday. She said, today's Saturday. And she said, what can I do? She said, I've been following them around, but they're kind of looking at me funny now. And she said, but I got to do something. What can I do? I said, you smile. You go up to them. I said, you be as kind and sweet as you've ever been. Said, you overheard. And you just had something you want to share with them. And, uh, And she said, can I do that? And I said, you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. I said, yes, you can do it. Now get out there and do it. So she said, can I keep you on the phone? I said, I don't care what you do with me. Just do it. You can do it. And she went over and talked to the mother and the daughter. And she told about her life and how she had had an abortion and how, just like Lisa says, you never quit thinking about it. You have a hard time forgiving yourself, even when you know God's finished it. But I want you to know that because of her bravery and her talk and her meeting the women she took them to our right to life building and talked to other women and that little baby was was not killed on that monday awesome, he's alive today
1: Yeah, and that's in life choices is our is our local place that we do uh, that's a perfect segue shown thank you mom for uh Tell our audience a little bit about what you guys do in terms of resources. Of course, we've been talking about the book on our ads, but tell a little bit about what you offer to for just this woman right here. I mean, just – what do I say? How do I engage in this macro argument? What do I do if I face a situation like that? Because you guys have a lot of resources, so tell our audience. Yeah, about and
0: that. we, you know, we do that on the on the front lines of the front lines, which is at the abortion facilities themselves. And our goal is to get them uh, away from there to the the local pregnancy center in, in whatever town that we're in. And you know, a lot of times people are like, okay, I, I know it's our are right you know we do this for god and country a lot of men and women died so that we could have the freedom of speech to go out and and sort of be that last line of defense for these for these women and these babies um but what do i say <laughs> you know i mean it's the most important conversation in the world they're going in for an abortion just like the story that we just heard and and a lot of times it's uh it's it's good morning you know, uh, I know you don't want to be here today. I know this is a difficult day. And just a wall comes down. Uh, you know, nobody, no woman wants to go in and have an abortion. And rare will you see a boyfriend show up. And when they do, they're usually trying to act tough and, and act like, you know, this doesn't bother them. But you can get the guys, too. But for the women, they definitely don't want to be there. And uh, you you can just let them know that there's free a medical alternatives they can get a free ultrasound they can get uh they can get free uh prenatal care which Planned Parenthood obviously doesn't offer um they, they can get so many free resources I mean pregnancy resource centers outnumber abortion providers five to one in our country so this is and you'll see a doctor you're not going to see a doctor at Planned Parenthood unless you're having an abortion so it's very uh we we have so many resources and when you when you stick yourself out there in a pregnancy center a 40 days for life campaign, you're inserting yourself in the, in the, in the local problem, which is, which is what abortion survives on, not in DC, but at the local level. And we're winning that battle for sure.
1: You do guys do, you mentioned doctors, uh, you know, I kind of had a chance conversation. I want to say it's been a couple of years ago now, uh, with uh, Dr. Mm Haywood Robinson and his (laughs) wife, and i know they're they're you know I, then i found out later they were connected to you guys but at the time i had no idea it was just my cousin had Said you need to talk to this guy, you know, find out what they're doing. And so we had the best conversation. And it was a while later before you know I finally figured out who they were. But they were part of the original group there, yeah. right? In, uh, in yeah, he was.
0: Heywood was. I've known him for twenty years, and he he's our, he's the medical director now for Forty Days for Life, and right. he he travels around, and he's got a great line about abortion, uh not being between a woman and her doctor, because he said I wasn't her doctor. I don't know who her, her doctor was. I didn't care. She didn't know my name. I didn't know her name, and. And we want to keep it that way. Uh, he, he was just her abortionist. But uh, there's nobody like uh, Dr. Robinson. And he, he has literally been there. I met him at midnight uh, on that first 40 Days for Life campaign. We kicked it off at midnight. And the first person out there was a former abortion doctor from Los Angeles, Dr. Haywood Robinson. So just a beautiful soul.
1: And, you know, that's it's kind of what you talked about earlier with Lisa's story, uh, Dr. Robinson, others, Abby. I mean, it's a lot of times it's people that have come out of something that then want to go back in because they they realize the pain that's there, what you know, the hurt that's there, and so that and you could say that about anything. I mean, I think the reason Dad has impacted so many people for Christ is because, as he puts it, you know, he spent his early years, you know, basically on the wrong team, and so once he realized this, like, I want to get as many people as possible to understand you don't want to follow the evil one, you know, you want to follow God. And so I think it's out of that motivation is is what really changes our lives, but then helps us to
0: do ministry. Absolutely. Uh, We we need, we need the polls.
1: Yeah, exactly. So just got a couple of minutes left. Anything that you want to share uh, about what you guys are doing and, uh, anything we can do to help?
0: I you? want to encourage people to know, you know, the Dobbs case, Roe v. Wade will, will be reviewed. It has been reviewed and it'll be announced in June. But I know there's just a lot of anger and despair in our culture, um, but not in the pro-life front. I mean, we're, we're passing this week 49 years of legalized abortion and and we are winning in the grassroots um, at, at a real level. You know, over half the abortion facilities in our country have closed the last 25 years. Planned Parenthoods have closed 36% of their locations the last decade. Um, And we're winning not just because of the arguments. You know, I wrote the book, What to Say When, and y'all been promoting that. And that helps you in your day-to-day life. What to say, what not to say, and and some of the crazy things that come up in daily life. Um, But we're winning on a deeper level, which is... Um, hearts minds and souls and that's why the pro-life movement truly is a, a movement of converts um, I have eight kids and you know we, you, when you when you look at families at the March for Life when you look at families at 40 Days for Life campaigns we've had this loss of, of the sense of, of innocence you know in our world and and the pro-life movement simply reminds us that that life is good you know, life is good. That's why you guys have a podcast. That's why we do what we do. Life is good because it comes from God and it should be protected. And that is a that is a simple, basic message that, that our world has forgotten. And 40 Days for Life is an example of how a little goes a long way. It's it's nothing special. It's the basics out of the Gospels, prayer, fasting, and showing up. And, um, that I, you know, I'm appreciative for all y'all's help. Um, but people need to know we're winning at the local level. That's right.
1: Exactly. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you for coming on Unashamed, and uh, we're proud to be your partner, and uh, we want to save as many lives as possible. So we'll we'll, we'll hopefully see you in D.C. All right. I appreciate it. Y'all keep up the great work. <laughs> All right. Take care. So this is a first uh, for, uh, for a sponsor. Uh, we're doing an ad uh, for 40 Days for Life, and uh, we actually have – Sean, the person who wrote the book, on the podcast with us. So, Sean, we're, we're glad to have you in this ad. You're, this is a 1st we You've never done this before. for me. There you go. So uh, we're, we're here to talk about What to Say When, uh, which is a, a great book that basically helps us to engage into the, the argument or the discussion or the debate or however you want to put it. Uh, Lisa's been reading it. Tell us, Lisa, what you've learned so far reading the book.
4: Uh, so far, I've learned, Sean, that I have said everything wrong so far. <laughs> the first five pointers, don't say this, and I'm like, oh, I've said that. <laughs> and then the next one, don't say this. I'm like, oh, I said that too. Um, but but I love it because you go on to tell me what to say. You know? You say, you know, don't necessarily use this argument. And I was telling Alan this this morning. You say, Don't say we believe life begins at conception. Say we know life begins at conception because it takes it from a religious argument to a scientific argument. And I love that. I love how you put that in there because that helps me uh, to know what to say to people who say, oh, well, you know, just because you believe something. Nope, this is this is a fact. So.
1: So, Sean, normally at this point in the ad, this is where I tell people where to get the book. So, why don't you tell them where's the best place to get this book? And by the way, I've
0: said all the uh, wrong things. So, that was like therapeutic for me to write the book. And so, (laughs) uh, that was like a public confession for me. Uh, So, yeah, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, The book was a huge surprise to us uh, with the reception, I think, because everything going on. So, it was a number one Amazon uh, new release, a number two Amazon bestseller. Um, So, you can get it on Amazon. But it's better. To get it directly from us, 40 Days for Life. So go to 40daysforlifegear.com or you can just go to our our main page and go to the store and get the book and you'll get a signed copy and free shipping if you get it directly through us. You also support our mission.
1: I love it. Well, there you go. There's the ad. So check out the book, check out 40 Days for Life. So uh, this is a first, this is a day of first on the Unashamed podcast. So not only did we have to move locations for the first time ever? uh, We have two guests, two different guests uh, on the episode. And so we're super excited about this Uh, mom. You're, one of your good friends uh, is yes. on our pi- a podcast, Shonda Pierce.
3: The prettiest and best, there yes, you go. of Welcome, course. Shonda. And the funniest.
1: That's right. So, tell oh. a, t- tell, so welcome to Unashamed. Oh, look, there's uh, a poochie in there, too.
3: Oh, uh-huh, I love it.
5: <laughs> it only happens when you start recording. Oh, of course.
3: <laughs>
1: well, this
5: um, house is full of people that are just hams that just want to be on, in the limelight.
3: Hi, Miss Kay. I love you and I miss you. Well, I love you and miss you. But the difference in your dog and mine is mine would have been barking. And then oh, Phil yeah. would be saying, shut that dog up. <laughs> there we go. I mean, they can't just show themselves; they got to be noticed. Miss
2: Kay, oh, Kay is a caretaker of Sneaky and Freaky. That's they not are even the their two, names. They are the two dumbest dogs in America. <laughs> but she you loves know, them, so I'm saying, hey, if you love them, go for it.
3: There you no, go. Number one, that's not their names. It is not their names. And the Phil can't learn their names. Uh, we let the grandkids name them, and they're rescue dogs, and their name is Griffy and Penny. And then Bobo <laughs> is the original, and he is the bull of the woods down there. So he lets them yeah. know they're, they're rescues. So
5: I would bet. I would bet those dogs' faces are a little cleaner right now than that man sitting beside you. Uh
3: huh. <laughs> you would be right. They got a look about him.
1: <laughs> you know, uh-huh.
5: never in my 27 year career did I get a note that going, uh, You're going to be on this podcast, uh, but it might run a little late because hun- they might be hunting. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs>
1: What? <laughs> that's a that's a standard rule and what's funny is Shonda, actually today we've had to move to town because the power was out out there so we mentioned earlier in the podcast dad had to put his face paint on this morning in the dark and that's why it's not quite have full coverage
2: uh, maybelline just didn't go on real real good this morning <laughs> try to put maybelline on when the lights go out i, yes. had, I didn't have a flashlight i was just like well
5: Oh come on! Women put their makeup on driving down the road. Uh-huh. We could we could put true. mascara on without a mirror. <laughs> you know it, it is um uh, it's it, it is scary when you ride down the road and you see the people putting their makeup on. You yeah. think, yeah. oh my stars! I, I hope this improves your looks because you're going to kill everybody around <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs>
4: So It'll look
3: good when you're dead. Well, and at my house, there's so many bumps in the road. The last time I did it, my lipstick went in my nose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
3: wasn't a pretty you know, sight.
5: Look, I'm going to spite. I, I can't wait to watch Phil's face. But here's the other day I was thinking Okay, during the pandemic, you know, we get a little habit of our yoga pants and no brassiere and, you know, no makeup and all that. And the other day, I had to get back into the groove of getting dressed. And I think, I can get all this stuff on in the dark, but I can't parallel park worth a flip. (laughs) A woman can put a brassiere on, flip it over, turn it around, upside
3: down, all that stuff, but she can't parallel park. Well, I got the same problem. I never could parallel park, <laughs> but I can get that bra on in a record time. <laughs> and it's a big one, too. I, miss, uh, I just love that.
5: I wish we could see Phil's face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hidden. For the, for one of the few times on Unashamed, Dad has no comment. Nothing. Right.
3: <laughs> Shonda, you shut him guys, down. <laughs> exactly,
5: we got it. We got it, Miss K. I've always said someday I'm going to do a podcast, and Miss K is going to be my right hand. My, you know, my. I uh, know. You
3: tried to get me on the stage last time you were over here, it and I so come good. close, but I didn't make it up there.
5: You are <laughs> but so good. but now I
3: feel like I could if you asked me again.
5: You know, when I'm in your area, of course, I don't even have to be in Louisiana. You're a superstar. Huh. Whenever I tell people, you know, who my friends are, or I'll brag and act like I drop names, Yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I, mean? I have her cookbook. Oh, I love her. I love her tripping grits. It's so
3: funny. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one thing that uh, it helped to have the TV show for five years. Then it I helped bet. to have the cookbooks come out. And uh, plus, I just love people and they know it. Yeah. They know I do. That's I true. love the my fans.
5: You know, Minnie Pearl was my uh, my mentor in comedy. It's how I got interested in comedy. Really? And I was uh, a preacher's kid, but I was kind of running from the Lord. I had my feel Robertson years.
0: well
5: and, uh, and so I, but when I met her, one of the things she used to say to young performers all the time is, you got to love them and they'll love you back. Which I think talks about authenticity, about really caring about your crowd, about really being glad that you're there to make them laugh and instead of just being there to make a paycheck. And that stuck with me as a young performer for many, many, many years. She also told me one night backstage at the Opry that uh, she asked me, do you like this kind of thing? And I said, yes, I, I really do. I, I was impersonating her. Um, that's how I got started at a theme park. And occasionally she would ask me to come and impersonate her for a little while so it would eat up some time as she got older, she wouldn't have to work as hard. (laughs) And then she would skip out and say, you know, howdy and all that. Well, anyway, she leaned over to me and said, well, if you like this kind of thing, you'll never really understand the gift of laughter until you get to know God. Wow! And I thought for sure my mother told her to say that, (laughs) but, uh, but she was right. You know, the, 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 the creator who gives you all gifts and create in creation, um, is, is the one that, that doses, that gives out the medicine that's in laughter. That's uh, right. You know, we say, true. we
1: say a lot on here, Shana. that we'll be talking about something. We'll say, you know, this must mean God has a sense of humor. When you <laughs> look at things or people or, you know, and it just happens over and over again. You're right. Cause you don't think about yeah. that, but that's really true. Uh, what, what's, your, a, what's your, what's your line? Ahead. Dad, Who's you say uh, a mom, when, when you're working with couples that are fighting all the time, where do you tell them to go
2: to buy a sense of humor? Yeah, go buy a Walmart and get you a personality, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and a sense of humor. That's
2: what She's
5: he goes, does. You could sit on a bench at Walmart and get an hour's worth of material <laughs> <laughs> as a comedian. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you can walk down the aisle and get an
5: hour's <laughs> worth. Speaking of, material. of
1: speaking <laughs> of yoga pants and no brasiers, that's the that's the that's the happening place of that. let's uh, let's, let's take let's take a break. So I want to take a moment and thank uh, Patriot Mobile, uh, one of our uh, sponsors who's been with us a long time. Um, these guys are right there in the trenches uh, with what we believe and who we are. And so uh, that's why we're proud partners with them. They're America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, which is something to be said in today's culture. Uh, they offer broad nationwide coverage. They got the same towers as all the major carriers. So it uh, it's going to work really well. Uh, they have plans to fit any budget. Uh, their 100% U.S.-based customer service support team provides great customer support. Uh, and more importantly, and most importantly, I, I should say, is that they share our values. You know, all the other major corporations don't share our values. These guys do, uh, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, religious freedom. And they're also uh, very generous to veteran and first responders. So patriotmobile.com slash fill or call 972-PATRIOT. You get a free activation code with the offer code Phil. Veterans and first responders are going to save it even more with the switch. So check these guys out, patriotmobile.com slash Phil, or call 972-PATRIOT. <laughs> so, Shonda, that's amazing. I had no idea about Minnie Pearl, so I, I grew up yeah. watching Hee Haw.
3: Well, you
5: saw oh, We weren't even allowed to watch Hee Haw because of those girls.
1: Oh, really? Because of the... Cause yeah, of,
5: Minnie Pearl used to call them the girls with little feet because things don't grow in the shade. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I, I guess it was subliminal because I guess I didn't even think about the other girls. But I love Minnie Pearl, and, of course, she had the yeah. signature uh, uh, tag, price tag, hanging yeah. off of the hat. So does she do, then, does she do, like, stand-up or uh, as well? I well, mean, whatever
5: you want to call that, you know. It, yeah. um, I love that. What taught me? You know, I, I used to tell people, I know they don't. Some, a lot of young people out there don't even know who Minnie Pearl is, is anymore. Well, they don't there know wasn't Pearl, she said, howdy.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad they know, they to be here. That's <laughs> what they
5: she said. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't realize what an icon in comedy she was. And yeah. she wrote all those stories from Grinder Switch and made up all those characters. Some of them were loosely based on people that she knew. But for the most part, and I think that's what taught me as a young comic, even before my heart was, you know, so in love with Jesus, it taught me that um, comedy is such a gift. It should not be so cutting and hurting that's and right. painful. Um, And sometimes when you watch comics on television, their delivery is so vile and angry. And I just want to put my arms around them and go, who hurt you so badly in your life that you've taken this gift that God has given us and turned it into something so um, unpleasant?
1: Yeah.
0: But
5: Minnie Pearl and all of her stories, she taught me that you can can be funny and you can be delightful and you don't have to use a dirty word. You don't have to... uh, hurt somebody, you know, and and your material doesn't have to be so hateful and and all those things. And I, I think it was just divine appointment because knowing me and my propensity to love being a ham and love comedy and There are brilliant comics, and they're, as my mommy said, they're walking in all the light they know, but they don't know much
1: light.
5: Uh, Yeah, but they're
3: still brilliant, and they know how to put the words together and stream them together. In in some of my comedy, you say, how can she say those butchered words? Well, what you don't know is, I'm doing that for real. I don't know.
2: She She calls me up, and she says, I said, well, what about the doctor's department? She said, okay, uh, what, they did an autopsy on my leg, but they think they can heat it up with nitroglycerin. I said, they did what? <laughs> What are you going to do, blow it up? (laughs) She said, well, maybe I got the medicine wrong on it. No, I said
3: I said it wrong, but it was, I don't know. I thought that's what they said. (laughs) I said, they didn't say that, Kay. You got the words all wrong. It was a
2: biopsy. (laughs) It was a biopsy. biopsy. She had it as an autopsy, and I'm like.
3: (laughs) You see my trouble with words right there? This cake can butcher
2: the English language in seconds.
3: My (laughs) daughter is
5: 36 years old, and I remember calling my husband at work. She was in one of those carrier seats, and I had her on the counter. I'm washing dishes, and she flipped or whatever and flipped out of it, but in the carrier, so she didn't get hurt, so don't call child services. She's 36. It's too late. But anyway... (laughs) It's I called my husband at work and said, please come home quick. The baby's crying. She fell off the refrigerator. <laughs> and he's like, What was she doing off the refrigerator?
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so I do it too. A lot of my some of my stupidity is planned and then yeah. some of it is real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's up to the audience to figure out which. So, exactly. So I just thought of so we're on a shame. Uh, And then I want to ask you about your Unashamed Project, too. But I just thought of the name. So if you you guys do a podcast together, Mom, if it's Miss K and Shonda, or Shonda with Miss K, you can be unbelievable. Because... (laughs) Because people are going to continue to say, that's unbelievable. I mean, every time they hear you guys do a bit, that's what they're going to say.
3: Unplugged. So. That's what
5: there you doing. go. There's
1: another thing of Unplugged. Well, you know, yeah. I,
5: unraveling. Really,
3: we're unraveling. That's right. And, well, for me especially, I know you've done it so much more than I have. But, I mean, I'm really not knowing I'm saying that I'm butchering the word when I butcher it. And yeah. then I look at Phil, if he's around, and he's shaking his head like, and I said, oh, I, I must have done something wrong because the way he's doing, did I mispronounce the word?
1: So she yeah. she calls me, to so my every time she'll say a misstep and Dad will tell her what it was, she'll call me, and then she's so tickled she can't even tell me, you know, what she said wrong. <laughs> so I guess I'm her I, a go-to. You know, you run up yeah.
2: on these women when they're about, you know, 15 or 16, they're kind of quiet and kind of scary acting, but by the time they get in their 70s, I'm just telling these younger bucks what to expect. You can't shut them up.
3: But <laughs> well, we have our freedom to talk. We can talk, and we do it.
1: Sandra, can you relate well, to that? that time-
3: By that time in
5: their 70s, the husband's hearing is not that good. So the Lord really kind of helps you out there. (laughs) Your eyesight's not so good, so we're skinny and beautiful, and your hearing's not good, so we're saying prolific things every minute. You have so
1: nailed mom and dad's relationship. I (laughs) I mean, you have totally nailed it.
3: I say, can I go to town and just spend every money we have? Can I do that? And Phil's watching TV and says, sure. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I said, wow.
1: Just recently, I, I heard a story that they were out in the duck line, and they had been seeing a lot of ducks this year. And so somebody says, well, Phil, what about it? And he says, well, I mean, it beats going home and listening to Miss Kay talking on the telephone. We'll just stay out here. <laughs> Which is a very honest answer, I that's guess. That's a right? very it's unbelievable. That's
5: part of the era. Uh, couples counseling is you, you, you require required f- three book, uh, uh, one book, a Bible, and a duck blind. That'll save any marriage.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would add, as a as a preacher for many years, I would add a second car to that as well, because yeah. that 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 helps save my marriage in the early days. Not having to wait on Lisa. Uh, you
5: know, uh, my late husband, which I I still miss so much. It's been. Uh, six and a half years since wow. he died, and we were married 31 years, and we were high school sweethearts, and we had every intention of seeing it to the end. Uh, but he just went home earlier, and I'm which I'm still kind of ticked off about to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, yeah. If he came in that room right now, I'd slap him for leaving, <laughs> but I'd probably pee in my pants because that would scare me to death. But then I would slap <laughs> him for leaving. But now that I, sounds I, I like will me. say. He had a little cabin in the woods, and he used to always say that was his doghouse. But there was a cabin in the woods where he would hunt and fish. You know, it was like, that yeah. was not it. He would always go, let me get myself in trouble so I can go to the doghouse.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't mind it, did he? Let's, uh, let's take another break. So, uh, Shana, tell us about, so you you did a project, which is what I I first, I mean, we were having you on because of mom, but I first noticed you had one called Unashamed, which I think was 2019. So tell us a little bit about that, (laughs) since we share that name with the... The podcast and the yeah, movie that you did, and you
5: know, my lawyer says y'all are going to give me about three million dollars for stealing <laughs> my name. So I appreciate you having me on. Now, <laughs> now you can't copyright a word, but all that to say, it it was a project of love. I have done three documentaries in my life, and I'm still alive. So I don't know what they're going to come up with when I'm dead. But but the documentaries, this one especially, was near and dear to my heart because. I, I, this is a long answer for a short question, but I, about 12, 13 years ago, Miss K will remember this. I, I got a hot, hot Hollywood manager just yeah. called me out of the clear blue, I you remember. know, said, I, I want to help your career. I didn't know my career was in trouble, but <laughs> he was really wonderful. And he managed Robin Williams and Billy Crystal and that firm managed some high end people. And I thought, well, this will be wow. You know, and our church was in the middle of a building fund, so I need to get the money is what my pastor said. <laughs> so I went out there and met with him and all of that. Well, in our 12 or 13 years together, it's been really interesting to watch him who never had a problem getting one of his comics on the tonight show or Jimmy Fallon, but he had a hard time getting me
0: Yeah,
1: shocker.
5: Uh, in places. And he, for the first time noticed, uh, and I, I call it loosely Christian persecution, but it's that's very loosely yeah. uh, a loose term cuz in this country we don't know Christian persecution yeah. like really is going out on in the world yeah. but all that to say the voice of a conservative christian uh did not go over much of anywhere in comedy and at the same time i had gotten an award as the most awarded female comic in history wow that's of all female comedians ever yeah. and he was shocked at the at the doors that got shut in my face because I have been such an outward conservative and an outward Christian. So all that to say, I, I started putting together a documentary going, I'm sure I'm not the only one that this stuff has happened to. And so we sat down and talked to several people and, and we put it on, on a video called unashamed and it became a really great documentary. And it came with a, a, a Bible study book about how to stand up for the Lord, how to um, uh, take the, the pressure of, of, or feeling like you're left out, which, which can also heap shame into your life. But to take that, to take that as all joy. I count it all joy.
4: You, you know, know,
2: it is. I, a, hey,
5: for,
2: hey yes. the good news is I just wrote a book and the name of it is <gasps> uncanceled. And it,
5: oh, I it, love that.
2: It <laughs> deals with what you went through. You know, somebody asked me one time, you know, did I believe homosexual behavior was a sin? And I just quoted 1 Corinthians Scripture. 6. I just quoted mm-hmm. a Bible verse, and next thing I know, they put the cancel treatment on me, but at the yes. end of the day, it didn't bother us at all. Yeah. I just love him and they move on. They didn't
3: even know, Shonda, it was a
2: Bible verse. Took they the news they media, out of Phil's <laughs> mouth. Took three weeks for him to figure out he quoted a Bible verse. That's
5: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting. And part of you, you're right, uh, Phil. You throw up your hands going, oh, my, oh, my Lord. Because uh, they don't know. They, they just don't know. don't know us. They don't know. I, I love God so much. I love Him more than my job. I love Jesus more than fame. And I love Jesus because I love His Word. Yeah. And when I'm down in the dumps or I'm confused or I do get those questions I don't know how to answer, The Bible is my blueprint for life. And so ask me to veer off of my blueprint is like asking me to not breathe.
2: You know, when Peter Um, came to Jesus and he said, look, he said, how many times should we forgive someone if they sin against us? Seven, which is a lot, because in America, I figure three strikes, you're out. (laughs) So (laughs) seven, and Jesus said 70 times seven.
5: Right.
2: They were looking like, like they were bitten by a dog.
5: Well now as a preacher's kid I did get a calculator out and, and did seventy times seven to see how many times I could skip
1: church. Once <laughs> you got I to will, four once you got to yeah. four ninety, you were done. So yeah. I'm, huh? yes. I'm
5: done. I'm good. Yeah. Four ninety I gotta rein it in. After four ninety you gotta rein it in. It is it's so funny. It is true. I remember um I was on the view one time, oh help us Lord Jesus. Oh, and the first thing Whoopi Goldberg asked me, well well what in the world's the difference between my crowd and yours? And I said, Well a two drink minimum <laughs> <laughs> It's the first it's the first thing. But <laughs> well, now I've been in a few churches that could use a <laughs> Couple of drinks, you know. <laughs> so all that to say, it, uh, the Bible says, "Stand up for me, and I'll stand up for you in, in the face of my father." And that's my the message version or the Shonda version. Yeah. But all that to say, so stand up comedy. Why can't we use stand up comedy to stand up for Jesus? Oh, right. And I and so I've done that for twenty seven years. And yeah. you're right, Mister Phil, It has paid off. I'm not hungry. I I enjoy where the lord has me do you think of bigger things do you make plans and think oh we could do this yeah sure i do because i'm you know a a driven person but god, but god is ultimately in charge and that comes with a lot of freedom yep
1: well, Shonda, yeah. I tell you what, when the book releases, I'll make sure to send you a signed copy. So you, as, as part of the uncanceled. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. uncanceled. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do one that says unplugged, and I'm going to tell everything I know about y'all. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, there are probably several that you could interview for that one.
4: <laughs> now, Shonda, uh, you're fixing to do a fundraiser for one of your comedian friends. Tell us about uh. that.
5: Thank you very much. You know, stand-up comedy is we stand up alone until one of us fall, and then we're all standing up for him. His name is Hampton. He's been like a son to me. Miss Kay will remember him opening for me for many, yeah. many years. Wonderful, godly man, and he has fallen on hard times. He's uh, He has a horrible injuries to both feet because of diabetes. Uh, he had no insurance to start with, and now the insurance that he has, oh, help us. Let's don't even talk about Obamacare, and, uh, <laughs> but all that to say, when you're out of work, he's been out of work now for two years and it doesn't look like he'll be able to go back for a while. And uh, he has he's a single dad and a, a wonderful godly fella and we're all rallying around, myself and Tim Hawkins and Bob Smiley and every, uh, every Christian comedian and some of them that aren't you so Christian? Yeah. Are coming to uh together in, on January the 21st. So, uh, and thank you for letting me mention it. You can go to Shonda yeah. Pierce's Facebook page and find out really more than you ever really need to know about me.
1: <laughs> now, we like to <laughs> or know, or just
5: more. Google it. Yeah, we, Wikipedia will tell you everything that's wrong about my life.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I wish I had time to go into the whole dad versus Alexa comment. of <laughs> oh, so recently, but that's that's a whole other issue. So, Mom, anything you wanted uh, in our last minute or so here uh, to say to Shonda? Or uh, what I you
3: love want? you, and I want you to come back closer so I can come, but I can travel, too. But I just need yes. to know your schedule. <laughs> well, All right, I'm, I'm not no, good on the computer, so you I may text. have to contact Alan. <laughs> I will.
5: I'll text it to you okay. whenever I get close. I'll say, make me some supper. I'm coming back. Well mm.
3: then, fire up the That's
1: biscuits. Right. So, uh, Shonda, you have a—I guess you have a website too. that people can go if I they do. want to Shonda
5: see where. Shonda.org. dot dot o r g. This is such a privilege. Oh. Thank you very much.
1: What a blessing for Leisha, us. I
5: love you too. I didn't hardly even get to talk to you. That's all right, sweetness.
1: Well, we're we're gonna try. We we're back and forth with Alabama. We saw you were gonna be. Where was it? Fairhope.
4: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: Good. So, yeah. So we're gonna try to come see you. Try see to get some thing. of
4: my friends together and come and visit you in Fairhope.
1: I tell you what, you know, sh- go ahead, Mr.
4: Field needs to come because the oh. room will be full of
5: about 3,000 women <laughs> and we just need a camera on his face the whole time we're talking.
2: What about that, Dad? I'm going to the duck blind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or the dog house. Back to the dog house, Shonda. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for being on Unashamed. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep making people laugh. It's making yeah. a difference. That's
5: thank you is. guys so you're, much. You're really
3: funny.
1: Thank you, Shonda. Thank
3: you, Ms. Kay. Thanks.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Shana. Hopefully we'll see you down the road.
5: Thank you, my friend. All righty. Y'all Bye. have a good day. All right, I'll too. keep in touch with you. Thank
1: you. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to blaze tv at blaze tv.com slash unashamed